Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire, my name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me today is Mr. Joe Cahill. Joe, how are you today? I am I am pushing through today. You're pushing through? Well, I'm pushing we all through, have so those. Yeah, it's been one of those days. Yeah, yeah. we all have those days. The... Uh, the Empire a little bit too close on your tail, you know. The, uh, the Empire on my tail? I No, 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 it's the damn Rebel Alliance. Oh, yes, yes, the, the, the Rebels, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, as you can probably tell, um, Ray is not able to join us today. He is on, once again, on assignment, um, a secret assignment. Uh, we cannot say what, um, but uh, um, Hang on just a second. My roommate. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about Ray. Sorry about, oh, sorry. about the interruption. Uh, sorry. Ray um, Ray actually had a wrestling meet that his son had was going to that he had to go to. So um, he was going to be on the road for about seven hours, he said. So... Um, so he had a long day, so um yeah, so it's it is just the two of us once again. But we're going to make the most best of it and have a great great show today. So, um have you had a chance Ray uh or Joe to have seen the Mandalorian trailer yet? Uh okay, I guess Ray uh Joe is still I am back. Okay. I am back. I'm sorry. sorry I had to take care of something real quick. Uh, uh, no problem. All uh, done. Okay, I was just asking if you had had a chance to see the Mandalorian trailer. I seen the trailer, yes. Uh what was your first initial thoughts of it? Kind of like I am so far on uh the trailer we just got for or the new episode coming out. Um Right. I'm hopeful. Yes. Yeah. It was enough to get my attention, not enough, unfortunately, for me to buy Disney. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm kind of the same way. Um, you know, it's... It, it would have to be quite a bit for me to to do something like that. Just the way finances are um, with us right now, it's just, you know, I can't really justify getting the service um at this at least at this moment that might change in the future but as of right now uh but i again i really like the trailer i um it looks really really good really exciting um like i said really gave me that spaghetti western feel um yeah I, yeah um, um, and that's that's perfect for for what it's supposed to be yeah yeah um uh, again, I'm kind of hoping we don't. As much as I hate to say it, I I hope this isn't just an entire series of fan service, um, where they just throw in all kinds of little Easter eggs and stuff for the fans to go. Ooh, I get that reference. Ooh, I understand that. Oh, look right. at so and so. Oh, look at so and so. I mean, that's fine every once in a while, but if you do that. 
instead of doing story that takes away from the show i think um you know it's good every once in a while to throw a little nugget in for us to go oh cool i recognize that person or oh hey there's a reference to luke or hey there's a reference that you know but not to necessarily throw it in every every scene or every you know five minutes of of everything that we get like you know you know i don't want to see you know the millennium falcon all the time or i don't even want to see necessarily see the millennium falcon you know this isn't about the skywalker saga this is about the mandalore this is about something completely different um references um yeah and i've already seen the one um a spoiler uh, which i'm sure you have all uh, over the baby yoda the baby yoda the baby yoda yes that's 50 years old i did not see that part yeah baby yoda that's 50 years old i'm just not sure how i'm gonna feel about that till i see it yeah, I mean, we've seen we've seen before where they've done another version of that of Yoda species with um in the prequels where you have Yaddle who is a female Yoda. Um right. Then Yeah, cuz yeah, I don't know if I really want to know like anything about Yeah, that's the thing is Yoda was such a special character and such a mysterious character that finding out anything about his background about his um what, even what species he was or what planet he was from <sighs> yeah it's the same thing with people that say they want to see a yoda movie i don't no I, no i like the mystery mystery behind the character yeah yeah he was it's almost like he was a creation of the force you know, that Yoda was kind of, you know, he was almost one with the Force even when he was alive. Even before he, you know, became one with the Force, it was almost like he was one with the Force. Um, or as close as a Jedi can get and still be alive. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, but again, I'm very hopeful and very intrigued to see what happens with this um with it and what happens with the rest of the star uh, star wars as far as star wars goes on television because this is kind of a genre that other than the uh clone wars and rebels star wars really hasn't gone into is the tv is the uh that medium of television um yeah like, you know other than ooh, I'm, a li- I'm a little scared the uh it could really come back and hurt Star Wars. It could, but it could also help. It could, you know, help really revitalize the the the, the fan base, and which we're going to get. That's a little again, once again, a little bit of a um, spoiler there uh, for what our topic is going to be later in a few minutes. Here in a few minutes, but um, yeah, it could really, I think, revitalize the fan base and. Uh, the franchise as a whole, not that I necessarily know it, that it thinks it needs revitalizing, but it could also at the same time go just the opposite. 
opposite way. It could always go a discovery direction. This is true. This is true. Split the fan base uh, even more. Yes. Which you know we're gonna get. Let's we'll get into detail at that here in a couple minutes and yeah, and make that part of the conversation too. I do want to mention I picked up uh, Thrawn Treason. Oh. Uh, the new book by Timothy Zahn, and I read it in one sitting. Yes, Timothy. Yes. I could not put the book down. Oh. Oh, I love love. Um, I haven't read any of the new new any of the new novels, unfortunately. But Zahn was always one of my favorite authors. Um, the um, the original Thrawn trilogy is what got me back into Star Wars. Yeah, same um, with me. It. it it made me happy. <laughs> uh, former graduate of the University of Illinois, just got to give it up right there for anybody who's a former Illini. Um, um, not that I was, but I live close to the university, so. Um, but yeah, um, it's really. I mean, yeah. it's you... worth the money if you want to go out. And if you're if you're a reader, there is mm. no doubt about that. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check. Might have to check that out, uh, or at least try and see if I can get the book on tape and l- listen to the book because that's kind of usually how I kind of uh, process my my books nowadays is uh, on commutes to work and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, uh, Timothy's on great author. Um, Thrawn was a, one of the great Star Wars characters that came out of the old EU, I think. Probably one of my favorite, and probably think I think there's a reason why they brought him back in yeah. the new canon. Of all the characters that they had, that they could have brought back, I think there's a reason why they brought Thrawn back. Not just because the fans were asking for it, but because he is such a nuanced character. Um... And he yeah, and shows, that's what this. And he shows yeah, it, the empire. Back. He shows the imp, He he shows a different face for the empire. He can still be ruthless. He can still be cold and and calculating, and murderous. But at the same time, he can also be none of those things. You know, exactly. He's yeah. He's such a nuance, and he really brings. Even though he's an alien, he puts a human face to the empire i think yeah uh well what what true loyalty is um, yes i think is where he he really comes from uh, he he doesn't play the political games the way everybody else does or at least not the same way yeah. everyone else does yeah um i i don't know it's probably been my favorite legends character and i'm mm. glad that he's entering canon i don't know how deep they'll go with it yeah um and I really uh, uh, suggest you watch some of the, especially the last season of Rebels, where Thrawn uh, made his official debut on camera, if you will. Um, they really did, I feel, a good job of capturing Thrawn in the in those episodes that he was in. And of course, they had um, Timothy's on there uh, on set to kind of go over and you know, kind of be a showrunner, for, especially for that character, so that they picked up the new, you know, who Thrawn was and make sure that they got the characterization right. So, uh, if anybody hasn't seen Rebels, I definitely suggest you watch the entire season, or entire series. Um, 
read the entire the the, the original trilogy bu- books. Yes. Uh, yes. If you, read, if you read, yes. please do. That is yes. The original Thrawn trilogy, um, Heir to the Empire, Last Command, and it's been so long I can't remember what they all were. And I can't. My books are behind me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, let's. Thrawn books. So what else have you been up to? Um, oh well, other than uh, like I told you off off uh, off mic um, in the hallway to our, of our star destroyer. <laughs> um, uh, I here where I live in the great state of Illinois, we've been doing our best Hoff impersonation here. Uh, we have been a uh, little bit of a snowstorm, and it has been. Very, very frigid here, to say the least, but uh, starting to warm up and uh, just getting ready for Thanksgiving for all of our American listeners. Oh, it is that time, isn't it? It is. It is. A couple of weeks. Guess I'm going to have to figure out what I'm cooking for everybody since I'm the one who cooks it every year. Oh. (laughs) Will I do traditional Thanksgiving this year or will I go some other Hmm. As in TV dinners. You know, that oh. would be the other route. Oh, Ten hours go. of cooking or a TV dinner. There you go. Uh, TV dinner. <laughs> I think that's probably the plan this year. Yeah. Uh, it's been a rough year. Yeah. Well, uh, I, th- I say we just dive right into our main topic for today. And today we're going to be discussing the lovely, the always just so understanding they always get along every time. The Star Wars fan base. Yay! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Uh, where do we want to start there? Oh, um, um. I mean, we are talking a, a huge spectrum from some of the best fans in the world. Yes. To some of the worst fans in the world. Yeah, um, we say it as a we've I said it as a joke here on the show but it's sometimes sad so sadly true that no one hates star wars more than star wars fans that is a great way to put it that i mean and i don't know if it's just star wars or if it's just this new new internet i don't want to say new because the internet's been around for a while now but this kind of new culture that we're coming up where there's so much anonymity. Everyone's, you know, can be, go on Facebook, go on Twitter and be anonymous and say, I mean, before you always had people that say, oh, I don't like that show or, oh, I don't really care for that movie or, you know, whatever. But it's never been, I think, to the point that it's been now. Where you have personal attacks, you have not just against other fans, but against the act actors and actresses. You know, calls to strip an entire movie from canon. Uh, How do you even? uh, Um, yeah, that's how Uh, over a character. 
or two. Yeah. Or three. Um, you know, it's not and, – and, you know, I'm going to bring up the, the other enemy mm-hmm. of uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's happened now in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Well. Yes. Uh, and, it's, and it's over specific characters. And I'm going to go there since we did have our conversation about uh, the Empire last time and we, we, we compared them to the Nazis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go there and say what is with this small core group hiding out there yeah. that are anti-everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, Star Wars has been inclusive from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, you know, uh, we had characters of color, we had uh, actors playing, doing great jobs, and it seems like that has come back now, and it's not, not, not okay by, by this group. Yeah. And I think part, I don't think they're big. I just think they're really vocal compared I agree. to the rest of us. I agree. Well, one of the things that I remember most fondly that I missed, that I really have missed about this new, the new sequel series was that happened with the with the with the prequel with prequel trilogy. Because uh, unfortunately, I was a little too young to really have remembered much of the original trilogy when it first came out. But one right. of the things I remember about the sequel trilogy was waiting in line for about two hours to go in to see the movie and being surrounded by Star Wars fans. Of So excited to be getting in there. So excited. And of every race, color, creed, social standing, economic standing, uh, you had... The nerd, you know, your typical nerds that were dressed up like you know, with your with their the the fake lightsabers and dressed like stormtroopers or dressed like Jedi, and then you have people that were dressed just dressed in normal clothes. But they yeah, all the had Bible first standing out there, and yeah, you had, but they all had one thing in common. They loved Star Wars, and they were excited to go in and watch that movie, especially Episode One. Right, but you know, I I remember the same thing happening for two and three. Exactly, and I'll go uh, on record to say that I am not a fan of Episode Two. I think, in my opinion, it is the weakest of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, I I think it probably is. I agree with you on that one. But um, I'm not going to go out and say that Episode Two should be struck from canon. No, that is ridiculous. Except, in my yeah, opinion, that of all the things that the that these, I want to call, I'll, I'll call them anti-fans, have Ooh, wanted to do, have wanted to do, that is the stupid, sorry, excuse me, the stupidest idea they could have come up with. Right. I, I mean, and the reasons for it, and the reasons for what's going on today, it mm-hmm. is telling, you know, it's giving me a bad taste. I am thinking... You know, I did not realize that you could be a Star Wars fan and be this bigoted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as the canon thing goes, it's one thing to say in your head, well, I'm going to wreck, I'm going to, because everyone has their head canon for, right. ev- for everything. It's one thing to go and say, well, I'm going to redcon this in my, in my head canon so that this thing that I liked in the, at this in the old EU 
and this thing and the new thing can me mesh together, and I can work that out on my head cannon. That is perfectly fine. If you right. don't, you know, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. A Star Wars fan is basically anyone who likes Star Wars. It doesn't matter what version of Star Wars you like. If you only like the original trilogy, that's your Star Wars. That's the only thing you like. You don't care about the other stuff, about the prequels, about the sequels. That's fine. I still consider you a Star Wars fan. As long as you don't belittle or attack the others that are fans of the other, show, of the other series. And the same thing goes with people who are fans of the of the new trilogy. You know, if you run into a person who says, you know what, I really didn't care for Last Jedi. I, I'm not a big fan of the, of the new of the new stuff. I've I tried to watch one of them. It just wasn't for me. That that to me that is perfectly fine too. Oh, Again, that's as long as the fans of the sequels don't say, oh, you must be one of those bigots, or, oh, you, you, how can you say that? This show is awesome. You know, you're stupid for not liking it. You know, exactly. it, it goes don't both attack. ways. Yeah, don't attack somebody for not enjoying them to the it, same degree you do. Yes, because everyone, everyone has an opinion. I mean, you, you know what and they say about... And just because somebody disagrees with that, with you on it, don't lump them into that hateful group that we're going to be discussing here yeah. shortly. Yeah, like, um, like I like I was about to, like I was going to say, everyone has opinions, and you know what they say about opinions. Exactly. Uh, and unfortunately, because of that, we find out we have several of those opinions. Mm -hmm. uh, the ones who have assumed the right and they think to send Star Wars in the direction they feel it should go. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, attacking an actress because of her ethnicity. Yeah. I uh, mean, it, it's one thing to critique an actor or actress's performance. To say, you know, I don't think that that actress, that that role was right for that actress, or that that I didn't care for that actress in that role or that or vice versa, that role for the actress or uh, do, you, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I will say the original Star Wars. Yes. Uh, when it was just called Star Wars, no new hope, nothing like that is my favorite of all of them. Mm hmm. It's the one I saw as a little kid, you know, as a, as, as a kid in sixth grade, standing in line around the corner, 132 times the first summer it was out. Um, but if you actually go back and watch it now, especially since I, I, I direct film and, and produce film, as much as I love that movie, if I critique it, Mark Hamill couldn't, act, couldn't have acted his way out of a barn in that one. Mm-hmm. You could tell he, you know, it was his first big film. Yeah, he's now one of you know now he's just phenomenal when you put him on screen. Um, but I don't, I didn't tear it apart. Nobody tore it apart back then. They didn't say, "Oh, those guys couldn't act." Um, now, you you know you you, you do a film, mm -hmm. and you get this small group of people who come off 
an attack personally. Yeah. Or by almost a, a, a you know a political background or a bigoted background. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it's just so. Yeah, but to drive an actress off of social media, uh, yeah, because the, of the hate, you know, it, it was hatred. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I mean th- that's there's almost a disconnect with some fans that they can't. And in the past, I think in the past we've always been able to kind of see those fans way you know a lot sooner and we've able to kind of push them off to the side but these fans that aren't able to separate fantasy from reality right and of course we're talking about the character of Rose, of Rose Tico and the actress who played her um, which I cannot remember and sadly I cannot remember her name um, but those are two different characters, you know. Harrison Ford is not Han Solo or Doctor Jones. Uh, Mark Hamill no. is not the Joker, or it is not Luke Skywalker. Those are actors who play them, um, and but I think there's a group of people that, for somehow some for some reason, aren't able to separate those two facts. And, uh, exactly. Uh, and oh, Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah. All she did was read lines that was given to her. Exactly. That's the and job do of an the actor. director told her to do. That, that is the job of an actor. You're given a script. Yep. I've done acting. I've done acting in uh, community theater before. And, you know, as an, act, as an actor, you, get, you have some leeway, you know, as far as the tenor or... You know, you read the script and you think, okay, I'll do the character like this or like this or read the line like this. Uh, but for the most part, you're just given the script and the director tells you, do this. You know, critiques you when you do the line. He'll, they might say something like, well, try it like this and you try it like that. But other than that, that's all you're doing is you're given a script and you read the script. Right. Whether the script is good or not. You do what you can with the script. Exactly. Um, and I was okay with her performance. I mean, that's exactly what it was. But then it came back, and they did the same thing to uh, John Boyega. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that became, you know, to, that's when I immediately said, okay, wait. Uh, you know, Kelly Tran, John Boyega, we are not critiquing their performance or their character, we're critiquing the actor or actress and their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the calls that came out all over Facebook about, oh, look, they're making Star you know Star Wars PC. Why, why ruin something like that by having to make it politically correct and, and add these characters of color and everything else? Well, I'm like, wait, you know, we've had characters of color in Star Wars from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, haven't um, you? You know, have you forgot Lando? Um, I, I know, I, I know. Um, and yeah, it's the same thing with with the females, uh, with women. Um, have you forgotten Leia? 
yeah, one of the strongest female characters around came, you know, for was, was a Star Wars character. She was probably the per- precursor. I think her and Ripley from the Alien franchise were probably the two precursors to uh, those strong female heroines that we that we get that we're getting. You know, yeah. I mean, before she... before there were characters like, and again, I'm probably going to. Um, "Quote unquote," trigger some people, but before there were characters like Captain Marvel or Janeway. Janeway, yes, for Star Trek, Janeway. There was Leia Organa. You know, so yeah, exactly. Tough, uh, no nonsense, and didn't need help from a man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or or a Wookiee. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or, that big or a Wookiee. Out of my way. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so sad, but at the same time, I do see, there, like with anything, there's always hope. Um, and I saw, or heard of something happen at the last, um, celebration that they had, um, after they showed the first teaser trailer for um, Rise of Skywalker, there was a lot of the younger fans, fans that had become fans of Star Wars because of the sequel trilogies. Or, yeah, the sequel trilogies because of the new movie. Mm-hmm. New movies. Right. And some of them had never seen the original trilogy before. As shocking that as may be, and at, again... I still consider those people Star Wars fans. But I'm going to go into something that happened here to kind of go into a little... You'll see where I'm going with this. There are fans there, these younger fans, who were questioning because when Lando showed up, of course, all his old school fans, we, to use the wrestling term, popped. We got so excited, we saw Lando, we're like, it's Lando! Oh, that's so cool. But there were fans, these younger fans, who were like, "Who? who's Lando? Who should, why should we be so excited about this guy? There were those fans there that were like rolling their eyes, going, and you call yourself a Star Wars fan. You know who Lando is? Get away from me. But then there were those fans, those, those older fans, and this is where I think that we older fans need to kind of, how we need to kind of shepherd these younger fans into the fandom that were like, come here, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you why this man is so important to Star Wars and the Star Wars saga. Let me tell you who Lando Calrissian is and why he's the coolest guy, coolest guy in, the, in the galaxy. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's... I think as, as me and you being old, older Star Wars fans, fans who grew up with... You know, both of us grew up with the original trilogy. You know, you watched it live when it came out. For me, it was something that I grew up with. That has always been a part of my life. And I think it's almost kind of our... Almost like we're the Jedi Masters and they're the Padawans. And it's our job to uh, to kind of, you know, show them like, you know, like, okay, you love, you like the new movie. You love... 
you know, these new characters. You know, you like Luke. Let me show you where Luke started. Let me show you how this whole story got, got started. You can even take them back to the original, to the prequels, and show them, like, this is who Darth Vader is. This is how he, how he came to be. You know, these are these, you know, these characters. This is why we love this franchise, is because of these characters and because of the story. Um... You know, and not just pu- not just push them off and kick them to kick them to the side because they, for whatever reason, they haven't watched the original movies. Right. And you know what? Even if they watch the original movies and they think, "Oh, this is corny. This is silly. Why am I? Wh- who's this Yoda? Why is this Muppet there?" That's <laughs> fine. If they don't like the original trilogy, they don't like it. They don't like it. <laughs> That is perfectly fine, and we shouldn't sit and judge them because they don't like the same thing as we like. Um, right, and then the hatred community. Exactly. We need to, as Star Wars fans, come out and support, regardless of how we feel about the film. Mm-hmm. Exactly. An actor or an actress or whoever is being attacked due to bigotry or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we need to come out and say, "Hey, you know, knock that off," or just not even give them a platform anymore. Yeah. Um, no cheering them on, or or you know, giving in to them. Yeah, and being angry with them, and or at them. I'll be the first to admit, I am the. I have been guilty of doing that, of being pulled into discussions and arguments online um and i mean it's it, sadly it's human nature it's something that i think a lot of us have have sadly um been drawn into but yeah it's and the hate like like you said the hate can be on both sides right you know it can be you, you know suddenly just, you're so angry that these guys are tearing up your favorite character. Yeah. Or you're a person of color and you know, you get your back up, which I, I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't give them the platform. Yeah. Um, that platform that they're getting entices them to keep going. Exactly. Exactly. And, and to get worse and to say worse and you know each each successive time find something new yeah. to attack in, in it at the same time though i think we also have to be care- careful that we don't like if a person says for instance you know i really wasn't a fan of the finn character that we don't automatically say that person is a racist right and i think i think that especially in today's politically charged world that we're in that seems to be sometimes the automatic go-to that just because you don't like a a character that happens to be played by a person of color or a different ethnicity that the racist card automatically gets pulled up but you can you can like or not like a character and it doesn't automatically make you a racist. It's when you make racist comments about that character that that makes you a racist. Basically, right. being a racist makes you a racist. 
amazing how that. Works. I know, right? And I mean, <laughs> it, it's, and we've said this time and time and time and time and time again, and it's the same not only in Star Wars but in life. It's okay to have different opinions. It's okay to like different things. It's okay to be different. Well, it, it's views. a diverse universe. Exactly. So enjoy it, embrace it, what you love about it. I mean, I mean, here we have, you know, Joe here, he's an obviously an imperial dog. You know, I am, you know, uh, a member of the of the Alliance to Restore the Republic. So, I mean, we no, have different... It is not a rebel alliance. It is treason. <laughs> you are committing treason. <laughs> you be punished for that. You're destroying order and, and what's important in the universe, in the galaxy. We are simply trying to restore the rightful government back to its place, Okay. Oh, no. oh, you mean the government of bureaucrats that could get nothing done? <laughs> oh, um, it's fun. Yes, it is. It is. Um, and that's what it's supposed to be, people. It is. It's supposed to be fun. And it's okay to have fun discussions and, you know, to nerd to nerd out like we do every week here or try to do every week here in War of the Stars. Yeah. You know, we try to have fun discussions that are thought-provoking and, you know, can, that people can talk about. We, you know, whether it be in-universe in stuff or out-of-universe stuff, um, you know, we try to have fun with it. And, and, and we, we hope you all do too. Yes. You know, Star Wars is... I think for both for both of us, and I think Ray would agree, Star Wars has been so much a part of our life and our our childhood growing up. Um, you know, Return of the Jedi was the first live action grown up movie, adult quote unquote adult movie that I saw as a kid. I was about six years old, and I remember going to the theater, being taken to the theater to go see. Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah, I remember that first time too, even. And I remember being terrified of the Emperor. That's the one memory I have of it is being terrified of Palpatine. And so, therefore, for me, Return of the Jedi holds a very special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, for me. Because because yeah. of that. It is my favorite Star yeah. Wars movie and has... Yeah, for me, my... it's A New Hope. Uh, I mean, Star Wars. Yeah, um. you know, it has one of my favorite lines. Jedi has one of my fa- one of my favorite favorite lines when Luke throws down the lightsaber and says, "I am a Jedi like my father before me." Every time I hear that line, even th- this day, that line just gives me chills. I, I don't line. know. I don't know why, but just just the, the line, and we can get into that later. But uh, another day. Well, I perhaps. think we're going to be getting into that sooner than later mm. with uh, our special episode coming up. Yes. The trial of Darth Vader. Uh, uh, we're going to be, uh, yeah, that's going to have a little bit, I think of that kind of a comment. Yes. Yes. Cause uh, you're the defense. If I'm not mistaken, I am, I am. I'm working on my defense of Lord Vader or, AKA General 
General Skywalker. Um, so, yeah, I am working on a defense that will prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that Darth Vader cannot be culpable for the crimes he is accused of. Well, let's see if you can convince me. Mm. Well, it's not just you I have to convince. It's the, jur- it's the jury out there. The fans right. of the fan of base. The well, but, you know, during the trial, it's me ruling and going, yeah, no, I'm not going to allow that. Ah. <laughs> mm. Skywalker who? You mean Lord Vader? Uh, yes. <laughs> Sky- yes. Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, An- um, Anakin Skywalker was killed during Operation Nightfall with the rest of the Jedi Knights. Right, they just, you know, yeah, he, butchered the poor guy. He uh, faced his uh, his demise at the hands of Lord Vader. Uh, Vader as did so many other Jedi. As sad, Vader sad would say, thing. he was weak, so he destroyed him. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's good. Getting back a little bit to the main topic, I think it's good to have these conversations like we just had because they're fun. Right, it, they're fun, um, and that's what that's what all of these are. Remember, folks, they're all fantasy. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and, and we, I've, you know, <laughs> I've told too this... many people forget that, and it becomes yeah. something to argue over. If I and don't we have enough of that? Exactly, and I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. Um, it's the reason why I end the show the way I do now. Is I was watching a trailer reaction to not uh, to the Rise of Skywalker, the first trailer, and it was a, it was two kids that looked like they were probably early teens to preteen, twelve to thirteen years old. At first, I didn't want to do it, but I'm like, eh, why not? Something told me to go ahead and watch this and what I saw in their face reminded me of why I love Star Wars it was the pure joy on their face as they watched you know I sat and watched them as they saw Ray, and they're like oh it's Ray." and then they they both looked at each other in just this look of shock when they heard first or Luke's voice and then as they nudged, they nudged each other as they saw Lando and both mouth the words, it's Lando, it's Lando. Mm-hmm. And just the look... It's the real Lando. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but just the look of joy and happiness on their face. These were true fans. And even if they may not know everything about it, as I said, that's our job as older fans to tell them who these people are and where the story has come from. But just and to see the look it's of, before they've been ruined by yeah. older fans. Yeah. And just to see the like I said, to see the look of pure joy on their face. And you know, that's why I used to say that you know you had the original fans, you had the prequel fans, you have the sequel fans. But now I say as I say all the time when I close, it's our Star Wars. It's not just my Star Wars. It's not just your Star Wars. It's our Star Wars. 
Exactly. And I think we need to remember that. Yep. And take it back. Exactly. Take back the franchise. Taking away their audience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Take the hatred's audience away. Away. Yes. You see something online? Do not respond to it. Uh, don't give the guys who are trolling mm-hmm. the satisfaction of you being upset about it. Exactly. Just go, oh, look. Yeah, another another idiot. I'm going to move on. Yeah. Well, then. And I, I think we've uh, cov- covered a couple of topics the last few times that a little more controversial than we normally have. I think so, too. I think so, And too. I'm rather enjoying it. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's definitely been fun. Um, next week, uh, as of right now, I don't have a topic planned, um, so stay tuned for that. It will probably be up in the air, maybe a surprise topic. Uh, maybe we'll just wing it. Who knows? Uh, yeah, ho- we've got a few of those. We have, we have. Uh, but hopefully next week we'll have the whole crew back together. And also, uh, before we close out, a announcement. I will be on this Sunday on the Star Wars Canon podcast with our old friend Brian Miller. Um, Brian, as you know, is a former co-host here at War of the Stars. And um, he reached out to me recently and asked if I would be willing to... uh, be a panelist on one of his shows and so this Sunday I will we'll be reviewing The Mandalorian episodes 1 and 2 and we'll also be taking some uh, mailbag questions um, so be on the lookout for that um, in the meantime you can find me as always right here on every week on War of the Stars also, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, find the show on Facebook at least uh, at uh, War, look just search for War of the Stars or search for Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Uh, you can find all of the Realm of the Mist Entertainment shows at Anchor.fm, which is your one-stop shop for all things podcast, um, and your best place if you want to start your own podcast. Uh, just go to anchor.fm they have all the things you can do to start up your own podcast super easy super cheap uh you can't beat free and you get what's better is you get paid to do it um as you heard the commercial at the beginning of the show um you can also catch as i said every show listen check out every show here at realm of the mist uh they're all great shows all great hosts and um, you want to email us, you can email us at Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Just put War of the Stars in the subject box so they know, so we know who it's for. Uh, Twitter, you can catch us on Twitter at Realm of the Mist Entertainment. And you can find me on Twitter at John Mark Tolly one because I'm, of course, the number one John Mark Tolly on Twitter. You can also find me at on Facebook at Mark Tolly and on Instagram at John Tolly 3930. Uh, oh, also, we haven't plugged this in a while. Patreon. We have a Patreon page where you can watch our After Hours show, which is the 
our unscripted, unsanctioned, uncensored uh, show that we do uh, periodically here at Realm of the Mist. Uh, we talk about all kinds of different things. Um, so remember to check that out. That is a Patreon exclusive. Um, and we really, you can also, if you don't want to support us through Patreon, you can support us through anchor.anchorf.fm. There is a support tab there. Uh, also, t-shirts. Um, go to realmofthemist.com. Um, check out the t-shirts for prices. $15 for U.S., 24 international. I think that's about it for me. Uh, Joe, where can they find you at? You can find me at uh, Facebook under Joe Cahill, uh, producer, director. Uh, Steamhouse Entertainment on all uh, social platforms here at War of the Stars and also at Realm of the Mist. You can find me on uh, Four Corners of Hell and Legends of the Realm, a couple of Dungeons and Dragons live action, live play uh, podcast that we do. And you know what? If you ever have any questions, please, you can contact me through any of those. All right. All right, then. Well, that about does it for this week. Uh, Thank you all for joining us. And as always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Always. You are listening to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast presented by Realm of the Mist Entertainment with your host, John Tolley.